What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Oz Hoopers TV, Weekly Drop. We appreciate you guys for always tuning in. Um, interesting week. There's been a few tournaments on. Obviously, the Under-16s Nationals will touch on. Uh, the FIBA Asia Cup Women's, um, NBA Media Day, the NBA preseason starting right now. There's a few moves around the NBL. Um, not too many, but we'll jump straight into the episode. Um, Hesh, how you doing? Good, man. Freedom Day they're talking about in New South Wales. So yeah, exactly. Counting down to that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, been been keeping an eye on a lot of the stuff that's been happening in hoops. So. For sure. Did you do anything for the NRL Grand Final? Yeah, I just watched it at home. Like, not really, can't really do anything. Yeah. Uh, but I was watching it. And that was a crazy game. Yeah, I thought crazy. I thought Rabbitohs were going to get it, man. I don't Me know if too. you watched it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought they were going to come through, but... I mean, yeah, Panthers held on. Credit to them. Like, they look good. The whole, the whole season, they look good. The whole last season, they look good, too. Sure. They say always say you got to lose one to win one. So, yeah. Redeemed himself. So. Sure. Um, before we start the episode, make sure you guys are following us on Hoopers TV on Instagram and whatever listening platform you guys are listening on. Um, we'll jump straight into the episode. We've got a few good ones coming up as well. We've got in, got in touch with a couple of... Uh, Australian Hoopers out there currently playing in the NBL and we've got a few good episodes coming so you guys stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. News and rumours. Um, there was a rumour swirling uh, with Ty Webster leaving and obviously the absence of Corey Webster going overseas. There was a rumour that Scotty Hobson might leave Melbourne United now that their roster's full and head down to the New Zealand Breakers. Um, returning to the Breakers where um, he absolutely killed it um, not too long ago but the rumours quickly shut down as New Zealand um, signed Jeremiah Martin. Uh, what, have you seen anything of Jeremiah Martin? Uh, what are your thoughts on the signing? Do you think he can fill Ty Webster's role? And what does this mean for the breakers? I haven't seen an awful lot, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to make any judgments. But I think I was excited to see Scotty Hobson play for the breakers, to be honest. Mm-hmm. That's where he made his mark. And I thought he was pretty dominant as a breaker. And it would have been cool to see him back there. Um, so I've got to keep an eye out. I'm going to do a bit of research on the new guy, Jeremiah Martin. Um, you seen him at all? Have you, you know much about him? Um, not too much. I know that he played for the Grizzlies um, in the NBA. So, yeah, we'll okay. see how he goes. Um, obviously, if he's an NBA level, NBA level player, he's got to be tough. So, I don't know. Like I said, like I said, when I said they're getting rid of Ty Webster, I think it was last week, I said, I, I think an import guard is very easy to shoot, fill in the shoes. Uh, so we'll we'll see how he goes. I think breakers still are a top four threat. I don't think that's changed. Yeah, they're gonna be tough. I don't know, man. Webster was a big piece for them. Yeah, I mean, he was like MVP for sure. In talks last year, you know what I mean? Yeah, how big numbers. So I mean, their roster's tough though. So yeah. I can't hate on that. So yeah. if you're a breakers fan, I know the Webster Bros were really good for you guys, but I think Peyton Siva and this new guy, I think it's an upgrade. I think it is. For sure, they both both played NBA, NBA. Corey Webster and Ty are yet to do that, so we'll see. We'll see how they go. I think. I think. You guys Interestingly enough, though, I saw on Ty Webster on IGs, he's in LA at the moment. Mm, interesting. So yeah, I don't so, know. Just, so, we just I've always I've always maintained his NBA talent. I think Ty Webster's got a bright future, but you know, it's interesting to see what he's what he's doing in the states. Seeing mm. the vibe is. We, we just saw Kiefer Sykes go to Indiana, so you never know. Yeah, exactly. Um, Under-16s Nationals happened this week. Not sure if people kept track, but the the biggest name probably there is Rocco Zakarski. 
the seven foot two, 15 year old, absolutely dominating the league. Um, his team, Queensland South, had a few good names uh, LeBron Brooks, Roman. So, yeah, they took it out in the boys and the girls Queensland South team as well. So, Queensland South, um, two, more, two more to add to the trophy case. Basketball, New South Wales couldn't compete. So, that's New South Wales Metro, New South Wales Country, boys and girls. And then Vic Metro and Vic Country couldn't compete due to the COVID circumstances. So, um, maybe, maybe you could say that the, the trophy has an asterisk next to it uh, due to the circumstances. But, yeah, don't discredit where credit's due. Um, that Queensland South team's super tough. And even if Vic and New South Wales played, um, I think the Queensland South boys would have been really hard to stop. A player that surprised me was Bailey Anderson out of SA, South Australia. Um, lefty, he will be good in a couple of years. Um, really smooth inside game. His shot looks all right. He's good size right now, so we'll see how he goes. Bailey Anderson, that's who I'd keep an eye out for. And and the girls, one that caught my eyes is Sienna Lehman. I think I pronounced that right. Um, she's a bucket. I think she put up good numbers all tournament. So those two names, Bailey Anderson and Sienna Lehman, keep an eye out for those two. The FIBA Asia Cup women's, uh, they, came, they came third in the bronze. Uh, they lost to Japan in the semifinals. So... We couldn't compete for the silver or gold, but they won the bronze game. Um, did you keep up with that tournament? I did. I did. Sorry, I didn't want to cut you off as you're going through the 16s, but shout out to my guy Rocco, man. This guy yeah. is tough, bro. Like, sure. um, I was reading some social media stuff, and you know what happens when you're better than a lot of people. People start coming with the hate. It'll be grown men as well. I know, it's crazy. Like, like, a 15 year old. Literally like, oh, he's sick. If I was that big, I'd be... Yeah. Shut, shut <laughs> up, bro. No yeah. one cares about that him. Big. <laughs> and like, he is elite, dude. He's mobile. He has great hands. Gets up and dunks everything. He plays with energy. He plays with heart. Like, I really enjoyed watching him this tournament. And he's made some, some big steps from the last kind of time I seen him on, on the stage like this. So I think well. development's going to be big and I'm excited for his future and nothing but love from this end. Like, I think he's going to be special. So I'm keeping an eye out for sure. I think so as well. Yeah. Um, shout out to Rocker. Um, yeah, the people hating, saying, what else can he do? If I was that big, I'd be doing that. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not that big. So like, you can't do that. <laughs> um, but like the, to understand that like at the age he is and the size he is, like people will be seven foot, even the seven footers that are 18, 19 can't move like he can. That he's the way he's adapted to it at such a young age and he's quick. Um, he can move, he knows how to play defense. You know, he gets up, he runs the floor. I think it's, it's special and he can shoot it. You know, if he keeps working on it, he's still young. He's still got another three, four years to get his shot down, right? A seven foot two shooter that can run. I mean, Global Academy will eat him up next year. 100%. He'll be there. Yeah, I think they're yeah. just waiting. There's a couple of kids and New South Wales, or one kid in particular that I'm, I've kind of working with a little bit through one of my friends who's his coach. Um, and I think the, the NBA Academy Center of Excellence guys are just waiting for their for COVID to die down and they can start inviting guys. So Rocco will get eaten up in a second. Sure. Uh, he, he's going to be big, I think. Even I, he might, people were saying, oh, he might get caught up too, you know, when the other guys grow older and get stronger. But seven foot two, like you see, like in under 21s and under 18s, like I don't know about the rest of the country, but the big men are still not seven foot or six eight. They're like max six seven, six eight, maybe. 
seven foot two. Even if they are, even if they are, they're not moving like him, bro. Like I know he's got some size to put on, and he's he's young, dude. Fifteen, man. Like he's years left in him before his developments. I wouldn't be in a rush at all. I'm just impressed to know that he's. Uh, like he he moves like that and the biggest thing like i said his energy was great man like just mm. watching get up and down the floor it looks like he has a high motor gets passionate like i, yeah, I like him. i like I that really as well enjoy enjoy watching him bro so sure. man, hope he does well keen to see his journey so sure. yeah did you keep up with the uh fever asia women's yeah i did they man. i watched it pretty closely yeah. uh let keep an eye on every game uh some of the games were weird times so i didn't watch them but i, I definitely watched the semi-final game, heartbreaking. Far yeah. out, man. That was the one. Um, but they bounced back really well in that in that bronze medal game. And yeah. they dominated Korea. So, yeah, I watched it. Shout out to Jade as well. I did a bit of film work with before the tournament. Um, and she, yeah, she she got her blood, her first, first blood playing for Australia at that level. So, you yeah. know, that's a pretty big achievement. But, yeah, big achievement from the Opals. I'm, I'm proud of that as well. Backing up the Boomers, coming into Asia Cup, another medal. So, it's always good. Yeah. Um, Sammy Whitcomb. Sammy Whitcomb absolutely killed it. Um, she had a okay. few 28 bombs, 27 bombs. So, yeah. It's tough. Where's she playing? Uh, New York Liberty. Liberty. Okay, yeah. The NBA Media Day has just passed. Um, a few weird-looking guys in some weird-looking jerseys across the NBA. <laughs> Um, have you have you seen anyone that looks really uh, like weird in their New Jersey? Yes, bro. The one that I caught that I just can't, I just can't do it is Mellow in a Lakers jersey, dude. Really? I you can't. Think, it just looks it? weird, man. It was hard for me to accept Portland. Yeah. I don't know, like last year, but then I got used to that, and a few games in, I was like, this guy's hooping. Yeah. So Mellow in a Lakers jersey, just something about it didn't. It just looked fake. It looked like one of those Photoshop things that they put on, you know, when they're trying to think which team he's going to go to. Yeah. So he was definitely one. Uh, who else? Who you got for me? I'm just trying to think. I, I did. I thought Kyle Lowry kind of looked weird in a Heat jersey. I'm so used to seeing Kyle Lowry in the Raptors. Yeah, that's. Now he's all of a sudden in the Heat. I don't know. It just doesn't look right. Um, I didn't. I didn't like Kemba in the Knicks jersey either. I just. No. I know he's bounced around to Celtics, Hornets, Thunder. Well, he didn't really play for Thunder and suit up, but I just think, I don't know, he just looked weird in a Knicks jersey. I'm not yeah. sure. I don't think – we'll see how he goes at the Knicks. Maybe it doesn't work out and he moves again. But yeah, I don't know. That's what's going to happen. But yeah, for me, it was it was mellow that tops the K. I, I, like, I like the move. Don't get it mm-hmm. twisted. It just looked weird to me. Yeah. Um, who do you think out of the Australians will surprise people? So I'll list them out for everyone listening. So the Australians playing uh, is Ben Simmons, who is yet to know what team he's going to right now. He's not reporting to training camp. He's getting whacked with fines. Ben Simmons, which could be a good pick. Josh Giddy, number pick, number six pick on the Thunder. Paddy Mills with the Brooklyn Nets. Joe Ingles with the Utah Jazz. Matisse Thibel with the Philadelphia 76ers. Josh Green with the Mavericks. And... Jock Landau with the Spurs. So who do you think out of those guys will surprise? Oh, and Dante Exum with the Rockets. Mm. Out of those people, who do you think will give everyone the biggest shock? Two players. Like you said, Simmons maybe, but I'm not going to put him in my list. I just, until there's more clarity about where he's going to be and what's going on, I'm I'm just going to keep him out of it. I think Matisse Thibault is going to have a breakout year. Mm Mm-hmm. He didn't contribute that much to Philly last year. I mean, he did in patches, but it wasn't consistent. I think he's coming off a really strong international campaign. 
Um, and I think, yeah, he's going to be playing with some confidence now and doing some damage on that stage. So I think he's going to come back and hopefully feel we have some, you know, with Simmons going out, like uh, some, some spots and minutes open up, I think he's going to contribute. And number yeah. two, I think Jock Landau. Mm-hmm. I think Jock Landau is going to come with the goods this year. I think he's going to be more impactful than what the Spurs might even think his role is going to be. I just think his play style and, and everything he can do and his motor and his shooting ability, like we did the eagle eye on him and we broke his game down. I think all of that is just going to fit in perfectly to the league. Um, yep. I think he's going to have a pretty pretty good time there. Yeah. What and about you? You pretty much stole the words out of my mouth. I can't really argue. Jock and Matisse, I don't think you can argue with that. I think everyone else kind of has the kind of name, you know, and the like the sort of bar they've already set. And I don't see many of them really exploding more than that. Yeah. Um, for example, Patty Mills. I think Ben Simmons had a really good season last year. I can't see him being extraordinarily better than last season. Yeah. Um, Dante, I don't think he's going to get the chance. Maybe he does if John Moore leaves. Uh-huh. Um, but I think Matisse Thibel, after the Boomers campaign, I think he's in. He's due, he's due a big season. What about Josh um, Green? You think he's going to play some more this season? I want him to, but... Mm. Yeah, not confident that he will. Um, yeah. But I'm a big fan of Josh. I think he'll get his chance soon. I just don't think it's next season. But yeah, um, yeah we'll see how he goes. I think Mavericks are under new coaching, aren't they? They got, got rid of Rick Carlisle, who they had for a while. He went to Indiana. Um, and they got Jason Kidd, which people were a bit questionable about. So maybe maybe, maybe Jason Kidd plays him a bit more. We'll see. Yeah, um, let's see what happens. Oh, sure. That's going to be interesting. I like his upside, though. So hopefully he gets a chance. Yeah. Um, tomorrow morning, um, turn the TVs on at 10.30 a.m., Australian Eastern Standard Time. Jock Landau plays the Utah Jazz at 10.30. And Josh Giddy plays the Hornets. I'm not sure if Giddy's going to play. It's going to be a bit interesting to see if he does. Um, I think I've seen him in a few five-on-five five scrimmages, but he did go down with that injury in the summer league and didn't play the rest of the summer league. So if he does play tomorrow, I'm assuming they will put him on. I don't think they're going to throw him in in the very first NBA official game. I think they want to run him in preseason and see how he's moving. Yeah. You think so? I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I think he'll play. He'll have to play in the preseason. Yeah, I think it's big for the rookies to play in this preseason stuff yeah. to kind of catch a rhythm. If he's healthy, he'll play. Or if he's close to healthy, he'll play. Yeah, for sure. So Giddy at ten, Jock Landau at ten thirty, um, Matisse Thibel plays as well at nine. Um, so and Joe Ingles plays Jock Landau. So three games with the Australians in it tomorrow. Um, definitely. Good to have the NBA back. Um, I'm excited. All right. For those who don't um, tune in often, me and Hesh, uh, at the end of these weekly drop episodes, ask each other a question that we've thought about throughout the week. I'll ask mine first. It's an interesting one. You might have to have a bit of time to think about it. Um, If you could coach anyone um, individually in the NBL or Australian juniors, um, and kind of be their individual one-on-one coach can be anyone. Who would it be and why? NBL, WNBL, um, and Australian juniors can be anyone across the nation. All right. Give me, give me some time with this one. Let me just rattle off a few names. You're talking non-imports, right? Yeah, no, no imports. has to be Australian. Who would I like to work with? There's, there's, Different reasons why I like working with different people. The, generally speaking, the people that I work with, it's because I 
I have similar values and principles about basketball with. So that's just just putting that in the open. Like I I, I don't like to just hit up anybody and clout chase and be on that type of tip. Like I like to vibe with my players and feel like they're on the same page as me and, and the relationship's very important to me. So it's not so much about me as, as wanting to work with someone and or something like that. But based on like the talent, maybe it's just because we had the conversation. But Rocco might be the one, dude. Like I, I was gonna I, say maybe. I, he might be he's he's someone that's fresh. Obviously we just talked about him and and he's someone that's just just been, I've been watching play over the last week or so, obviously, with the national sports, like keeping an eye on him and he stood out to me. So it's kind of like easy to say off the, off the top of my head. He's definitely someone that I, I would, I think, looks looks like he's serious about hoops. Like he looks, yeah. I don't know, something about his energy and the way he plays is just like, oh, this guy's going to go somewhere. So, I mean, he, he's up there in terms of the juniors. In the NBL, um, it's tough to say. Like I said, it's hard to know people's, personalities and what they're about and, and what they what they like to do but but in terms of upside and someone that I think that's impressed me um I, I can't go past Luke Travers yeah I think he's someone that I, I would love to work with um just from a coaching standpoint I'm, I think he's got tremendous potential um and I think he's got the ability to do a lot of different things on the basketball court sure. so I think those two guys probably probably off the top just stand out to me and they're people that I would would definitely like to work with, um, but but like I said, the coaching aspect of it for me is more so about the relationship and, and building cool relationships with different people and helping them out on their journeys. So it's like I got to find the right the right people to do that with sometimes, and so it's not yeah. for everyone. But if I had, if I have free will, yeah, I think those two will be will be cool. Sure. You got any up and comers that I've missed? Anybody? I know you you don't really coach like that, but what about yeah. filming players? Who do you want to get in in terms well, of like workouts film? If you haven't touched anyone yet. Um, I've touched, I've filmed most of the Australian juniors, like big names, sort of. I don't yeah. think there's someone I haven't really filmed. Um, Luke Travers, I filmed at Nationals, you know, I filmed Tamri, Wiley, all these guys, Mo King, Giddy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I haven't filmed Shanice Swain. Yeah. Because um, ever since I've been filming, she's been injured. Um, she's been yeah. over at the COE. Um, I know she's really good. She's probably the best player I haven't yeah. filmed. Uh, Interesting. Speaking of that, speaking of the girls and the women, I would have said Shiloh, mm. but I, I just like touched base with her and got in touch, and, and you know we, we started doing a bit of work together recently. Yeah. So that was a that was a that was cool to, to start working with Shiloh, but definitely in the women's game, I think she is going to the league she's going back and she's yeah. going to take over like she's supposed yeah. about it so yeah swain is nice though like she's yeah. she'd be cool to, to get in touch with too there's some talent bro just thinking about the conversation just makes me think we're in a really good place for australian yeah, basketball sure. um let's get into your question uh, my you've question. told me it's similar, interesting similar type of vibe i think yeah. in terms of like you know young talent and all that type of stuff all right so here it is in 10 years time you have to pick one player that you think is going to have the most impact in the game in terms of Australian basketball, in terms of accolades, in terms of achievements, in terms of all that. In 10 years' time, so we're talking 2031, who do you think that player is going to be? Already would have achieved it. Damn. Okay. 10 years. Like, 10 years' time, there could be like 12-year-olds right now that could do it. But... But not in terms oh, of athletes. Sorry, not 12-year-olds, 15-year-olds-ish. Yeah, 15-year-olds, which are across. I think you're across yeah. a lot of them. 
And we just spoke about Rocker. Obviously, he's someone. To, yeah. He could be. He could be the double answer to our questions yeah, for sure. For um, you got ten years time. I think obviously Ben Simmons will probably be the one. But if I'm talking young guys, I'm gonna say Dyson Daniels. Mm. I think that's a very obvious answer. I think he's bound to be a top five pick next year if everything goes right in the uh, G League Ignite. Um, I think all NBA eyes and all NBA scouts are watching every single Ignite game. They're probably heading to Ignite practices. Um, there's preseason games. You know, I think Dyson is going to be unreal. And I think he goes, he goes to the combine. He shows out he's athletic. He's fast. He can defend. He's got good height. Um, he can shoot the ball. Um, I think he's bound to be a top five pick. Um, and then I think he kills it in the NBA. I think he's got the, the perfect game. That'll translate into the NBA, and I think he'll be very successful. I think he's our he's our next biggest name, if not biggest. Um, I'm I'm very high on Dyson Daniels. I think that's my answer. Daniels, I can't. I'm not I'm not shading Josh Giddy. Um, for people that can't see, I'm rocking his Thunder jersey right now. Um, <laughs> I think Josh Giddy will be insane, but I'm not. I just think Dyson is next is through the roof. Um, I think they both kill it, but I think Dyson. Dyson's Dyson's the guy. Yeah, Dyson's nice. the guy. Can't can't really argue with that. I, I personally, I think given the right opportunity, I, I like Mo King's chances, man. Yeah. I really think he's gonna bounce back this year. Yeah. Um, and his upside is just like next level for me. Just yeah. his athleticism and and whatnot. Him and Travis, I know we had a conversation about last week. Uh, and I think Travis is, is is the guy that I take, but I think just in ten years' time, I just feel like both of them for me are like one and two. Those are the two guys. I, I would personally like to pick between Giddy Dyson versus Travis Mo King, even though Giddy and Dyson are already on NBA map. Yeah, I still think Travis and Mo King are like the, the two brightest young guys coming up in yeah. this year scene. And Mo King, uh, I know I speak about Travis, I speak about him every week, I feel like, but um, Mo King for me is someone that I just, I had a real good think about it during the week and I was like, I wonder how that would have felt for him mm. being like lottery pick to get shunted out of the draft completely. Yeah. I, I don't think he got, just, just sorry to cut you off, I don't think he got yeah, okay. undrafted. I think he, if he put his name in the draft, I think he would have went around 30, 40, late yeah. first round, early second. I think so. I think so. I've heard. I thought he was, I, I thought he was off the draft boards. No, nah, I don't think so. Around. I think I think he wanted another year in the NBL because he's still young. Um, and then he wants to go like first round, mid first round lottery. He wants maybe to... my perception of it and what I thought is wrong. So that's fine. If if I'm wrong, I own that. But I'm, I I felt like he was like he was just taken off the map. Yeah. Maybe it was more so to do with the fact he withdrew. From the draft, either way, he 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 dropped his stock dropped, and we saw that. Sure. I was thinking about it during the week. I was like, I wonder what that would feel like. You always hear about the 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 rapid uprising of of stars coming to the forefront. Like Giddy just just went from he did the opposite kind of route. You know, he was like, yeah, in there, yeah, he's got talent, this and that. Got given an amazing opportunity, took advantage of it, took it with both hands. And just kept climbing up the ranks, climbing up the ranks, climbing up the ranks. And then he went six higher than what we would have ever thought that he could have gone. And Mo King was the opposite. It was like top 10 pick. 
here he comes. And then Cairns kind of messed him around, didn't play, losing games, still didn't play. Um, just was a messy year for him. And that's not because of him. Like, I really feel like he was robbed of an opportunity. And I thought about it and I was like, damn, I wonder how that would feel. And I just thought how motivated he's going to have to be this year to just come into a new situation, ready to go. So yeah. I, I hope he I hope he does kind of come through with the goods and I hope he gets good opportunity and shine to show what he can do. But I really think he's going to have a, a bright NBA career, um, sure. more so than the others. But I, I, I think the rest of them also have a chance, obviously. Uh, sure. But Mo King, I think, I was thinking about it and... Yeah, that just kind of stuck with me, his journey so far, and I hope he can bounce back. For sure. I think he will. Um, big season from Mo this year. Um, we'll wrap it up there. Thank you guys so much for joining us again on another weekly drop. Remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at TV. Um, We appreciate you guys joining us, and we'll catch you on the next episode.